720 WGN. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Brendan Kelly is the director of the Illinois State Police. What a busy day you had yesterday. Thank you for joining us. Are you still trying to identify a few of the people who died yesterday on I-55? So, as I mentioned uh, earlier this morning, we were able to make tentative identifications of three, and we had a, a confirmation of one. And we had two that we were still trying to get information on about uh, their potential identification. We've made some progress this morning. Uh, an appropriate uh, time, we'll hope to be able to release further information about their identities once we are able to connect some of the dots and, and confirm uh, some additional information. So we're making progress. We greatly appreciate um, the assistance of the media and the public. Uh, sharing the phone number that we made available so people who may have been concerned about the whereabouts of one of their loved ones may be involved in this particular event that they could uh, make a call to that number, share some information. So we appreciate that, and uh, we are hoping to be able to uh, finish the process of notification of next of kin for all the uh, victims, uh, the fatalities, hopefully today. Uh, but we're keeping at it. This is the work we do. Our people are excellent and professional. They know how to do this, and uh, they're responding accordingly. But we certainly appreciate uh, the help of, of sharing that information uh, as far as uh, as far as we can. Well, that's our goal because it's not like we need to know the names. I would feel comfort, comforted. I, I mean, those are somebody's family members, and that's what's most important, that they know where their loved ones are. So I hope that... It is, and we've, we've got a lot of work ahead of us in terms of uh, the, the forensics work, in terms of the traffic crash reconstruction, in terms of uh, picking apart you know, the circumstances that led to this and analyzing uh, what led to this particular accident, this large-scale event. Uh, but the thing that's the first priority is helping the injured and then identifying uh, the remains of the fatalities and making sure we are able to get that information as quickly as possible to the, the next of kin. And we're working it accordingly, uh, but the work will certainly go on even after we're complete, uh, completing the work of notifying the next of kin uh, because we have uh, work to do in terms of uh, monitoring the situation there on the roads as well as uh, being able to gather the facts and uh, paint a picture as much as we can with the evidence that we have uh, to be able to share with the public uh, what our findings are. Well, Director, talk a little bit about that. How do you piece that together, and how is it that you will work toward coming toward a conclusion? Well, obviously it's pretty rare to have a, a dust storm in the state of Illinois. It certainly occur. Uh, there's certainly a lot of agricultural activity, construction activity, where uh, loose dirt can be blown by, by high winds. It happens all over the United States of America. It happens in Illinois. But the level of intensity of this event uh, and a, a, a wind coming from the west perpendicular to a north-south road and hitting this, this concentrated area where there was a cluster, uh, it appears to be a cluster of, of vehicles, both uh, large vehicles, small vehicles, uh, semis, that led to uh, this, this cataclysm, this cascading event. That doesn't happen very often. But our folks know how to investigate traffic crashes. It's part of the jurisdiction of the Illinois State Police to uh, police and investigate activity on, on the interstates uh, of Illinois. And our traffic crash reconstruction officers, well, they use photography, uh, they use measurements, uh, there's some scientific equipment that they use when we're talking about the identification of remains. We have very professional, well-trained crime scene investigators. Our labs uh, are one of 
best laboratory systems in the world. And we can link all those different pieces together to be able to uh, create an investigative picture uh, that uh, sets out what happened the best that, that we can determine. There's always going to be questions. There's always going to be gaps. But that process uh, is, is beginning now when it comes to uh, traffic crash. Let me ask you this. Do you know how long this event took place? And I don't mean the dust storm. I mean the series of collisions. I mean, was it a matter of seconds? Was it a matter of minutes? Because clearly drivers could not see what they were coming up upon. Well, I think uh, it'll probably uh, turn out to be the difference between seconds and minutes is, is, is not that big of a difference. Uh, and, and again, we're talking about what we know are 72 vehicles, uh, but with an asterisk, of course, because there were a number of vehicles that were probably struck or maybe struck other vehicles that could exit safely. They didn't have any injuries. Uh, the cars were still functioning, so that probably... Uh, we believe less less the scene before first responders even could arrive. I'm not saying that's in a negative way, as if they fled the scene, but they were uh, simply exiting the interstate or getting away from a potentially uh, dangerous situation. So uh, we're talking a lot of moving objects and how and when they all struck each other. That's a picture we have yet yet to completely paint, and I don't want to jump to any conclusions or put out any information that is not appropriate yet to share. Uh, because we want to make sure we're doing our due diligence and getting the facts, not speculation, but facts. Brendan Kelly is with us, the director of the Illinois State Police. We're talking about the series of crashes on 55 yesterday, 72 cars, 37 people injured, six people died as a result. Uh, Many thanks to the first responders who were on the scene. There were several different agencies under your guidance, trying to contribute in any way possible for people who might find themselves in this situation. And as you said, it's a very rare situation. What is the proper thing to do if you are encountering a big dust storm like this? Well, well look, uh, anytime you're driving, there's a, a speed limit wherever you are in, in the state of Illinois. And, and that's a uh, a, a factor, uh, but there's also a requirement in every state that you drive safer conditions. And if the conditions develop, whether it's over an extended period, uh, like a blizzard or a rainstorm, or they develop instantaneously, like a dust storm or uh, a, uh, a tornado that, that, that can come and impact a, a, a specific area very quickly, you have to drive safer conditions. So what does that mean? In large part, it means slow down. Uh, speed is always a factor uh, that the faster you go, uh, the greater likelihood there's going to be some type of a collision, some type of accident, someone likely to get hurt or killed. So slowing down is the best advice you can possibly give. But don't just slam your brakes on in the middle of the interstate. Uh, you need to safely try to get off the road, get to the side of the road, or exit the interstate as quickly and as safely as you can. That's the best guidance. That's That's what... Uh, anybody who's uh, driving on the interstate should do if they encounter this this type of circumstance. But you know, let's let's be let's be candid here. Uh, there may have been circumstances that developed so quickly uh, that uh, it, people were simply not able to do that. Uh, and uh, a series of you know uh, decisions are made by a hundred different independent people that are driving, and that can have a cumulative cumulative effect. And that's what, again, we have to determine. And some, at some point, we may not have all the pieces that will explain every single uh, touch point of every vehicle striking this vehicle and, and uh, you know, having a series of interactions. But we're going to do everything we can with the information we have by interviewing the people that were involved in the incident, 
they they may be able to tell what what they saw, but it's also possible they didn't see anything. It's also possible that it happened so quickly that they may not be able to uh, tell us what, what, what actually occurred. So here we are on the day after May 2nd, and the National Weather Service has a blowing dust warning for Montgomery County, which was, as I recall, one of the counties impacted by this. What does the state police do with that sort of information? I mean, we understand what happens with snowstorms and things like that, uh, tornado warnings, but, I mean, would you have before yesterday, or do you today have dust patrols out there? Are your troopers looking for dust situations, or how does that work? So, again, it depends on uh, where in the state. It depends upon what weather advisory uh, we're getting. For example, just because there's a tornado warning doesn't mean we close an interstate. Uh, If that happened, then we would bring travel on interstates to a screeching halt. We don't close interstates just because there's rain or just because there's snow. There has to be a cumulative effect there that means it's no longer safe to even uh, operate uh, this section of the interstate. And that's a that's a mutual decision made between uh, various agencies that have, have jurisdiction there. Uh, but in this case, um, as the National Weather Service uh, recently noted, uh, it has been a long time. Uh, maybe in some of the areas covered by the National Weather Service may be the first time that in this area that they've ever issued such a, a dust storm warning. So it's a combination of, of things being dry. It may or may not be a combination of, of agricultural activity. We're looking at all those various factors. But our folks are out there still working uh, with the evidence that we're, we're dealing with to try to reconstruct uh, what occurred here yesterday. And as they're making those observations, if we deem uh, that those conditions are, are developing again, we'll act. We'll work with IDOT. We'll shut down that section of the road if those conditions have subsided then we'll open that section of the road. And that's that's a call that we make in, in a, a couple different ways. One, if there's an accident, we, we will stop all the traffic. But that's different than a road closure. A road closure is a, is a fairly dramatic act, but sometimes it's certainly warranted. Uh, but there has to be a variety of factors uh, that lead to that decision. I guess, Director, and to, this, this is not... In- Please don't infer that I'm assessing blame or anything like that, but uh, we're just about out of time. But I am just wondering, today we've got these dust warnings out there. Is there a directive for troopers to keep their eyes out for similar situations? Absolutely. Uh, our, our, our troopers that are out there on the interstate are always looking for unsafe road conditions. That's not uh, just today. That's not just yesterday. That is every single day, 24-7, while they're out there, they're looking for unsafe road conditions. And if, and if the information that they're seeing and the evidence that they're seeing is such that a, a closure needs to occur or a diversion of traffic needs to occur, they, they will act. But that's something they do 24-7, all types of road conditions. I think what most people are trying to understand and process is, is how does this work for a dust storm, in part because this is just a rare occurrence uh, for the state. We're just getting word that I-55 has been closed again between mile marker 72 and mile marker 80, and I, I, I don't mean to... That's correct. Uh, can you tell me a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, so we're seeing some similar conditions with uh, dirt being kicked up by winds, uh, and we are taking action to close that road, at least for the moment, uh, until those conditions subside or until we deem that it's safe safe for people to to travel on those roads. Again, it's a north-south road. It's a strong westerly wind, um, and there hasn't been a lot of uh, rain in certain parts, so we're seeing some similar conditions, and we're we're taking an appropriate action. And are you following aerial maps through the National Weather Service or NOAA so you can, I know people published them today of what happened yesterday. Is that something that can be seen in real time? 
We do that all day, every day. Our eye is on the sky and weather. We sometimes, you know, uh, we, we're living and dying by the weather. Our people work outside. So weather is a constant factor that we continuously monitor. Thank you so much for giving us so much time today, Director. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy to do so. Illinois State Police Director Brendan Kelly. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.